Hey guys, welcome to the Save Down Syndrome podcast. I am your host, Chantel. And if you guys are here for the first time, welcome. If you don't know what Save Down Syndrome is, we are an organization that started with the purpose of educating people around the world about Down Syndrome with the goal to intervene on the genocide, discrimination, and the mistreatment of people with Down Syndrome. So thank you guys so much for joining us. If you guys are here, welcome back. If you guys are just brand new and listening for the first time, again, I am your host, Chantel, and welcome to the Save Down Syndrome podcast. And guess what, guys? It is October. October is Down Syndrome Awareness Month. So there's so many things going on locally. Make sure to check your local news. Sign up for Buddy Walks. My husband is actually in the garage right now. He is painting our Buddy Walk boards for our upcoming Buddy Walk. If you're in Southern California, Orange County has their Down Syndrome Association, and they are doing their Buddy Walk October 27th, and that's at Angel Stadium. But if you're in the Inland Empire area, Inland Valley Down Syndrome Association is throwing our annual 2019 Buddy Walk in Claremont. So shout out to Inland Valley. That's the association that I work with. If any of you guys want to register or if you want to volunteer, go to allforgood.org. And me and my husband have been working so hard on these boards, so we can't wait to display them at the Buddy Walk. So there are so many things going on. We got the buddy walks all over the world. So be sure to check out your local ones. But besides California, we have a special guest today all the way in Nevada. His name is Troy Drake, and he is the creator behind this amazing pottery company called Troy Made It. So I'm here with Troy and his mom, Suzanne. Welcome, you guys. Hi, we're glad to be here. Thank you. Thank you. We're actually doing a Skype interview. And um, so... Hi, Troy. Can you hear me? Yeah. (laughs) Hi. So I'm so excited. I've I've actually been going back and forth with Suzanne. I'm trying to, you know, contact her, and finally we get to talk. And I wanted to just talk about your guys' pottery company. It's been so successful. I've been following you guys for a while now, and I'm actually waiting for Christmas to come around so I could buy some gifts from your business. But you guys have been so busy. You guys went to the Cayman Islands. You went to Kazumal. Is that how you how you say it? Kazumal. Yeah. How was that? I I was not a fan of Mexico actually, mm-hmm. which I shouldn't say that because I hadn't been there really much. Yeah. But we had a fabulous time because we're scuba divers and snorkelers. Oh wow! And the water is so warm. It was eighty four degrees. Oh, that's nice. And the visibility, and actually, they are taking such good care of the reefs. Oh, are they? Oh, my gosh. They are very, um, what's the word I'm looking for? How is the water? Typically, when we scuba dive, you can carry a knife, and you can carry, like, this little pointer so you don't touch the coral. They take everything away from you. You can't have anything hanging from your body. Oh, wow. Um, they just make sure that the coral is taken care of. Oh, that's They're good. They're doing a phenomenal job. It's really nice to see. So we how, didn't see any trash. Yeah, I was going to say, how is the, the quality of the water? It was phenomenal because most places we dive now, uh-huh. I mean, we see plastic everywhere, and it's, it's really sad. Oh, yeah. Wow. What other places have you guys scuba dived at? Um, we have been to Palau. We've been to Truck Lagoon, which is where, um, in World War II, the United States pretty much decimated the Japanese fleet. Yeah. There are, I think, 53 wrecks down there. We were able to dive on 
13 of them. Uh-huh. And we've been to the Caymans, the Bahamas, Fiji. We've been all over. Oh, wow. You guys are so he busy. He goes with us and he snorkels. He's really? not a diver. How do you like to do snorkeling, Troy? Oh, it's Is it? Bye. Yeah, he likes it. He loves it. That's good. I have never actually done that in my entire life. So I, I commence you for that because I'm too scared to go in the water. <laughs> it's amazing it's... down there. We actually started in Southern California. Oh, nice. My husband and I, when we were 18, mm-hmm. we would dive um, in the Channel Islands mm-hmm. and Alfasima Beach. Wow. Um, but now it's too cold. I don't yeah. like cold water anymore. Troy doesn't like cold water, so we go. So Mexico, Mexico seems perfect for you guys for the yeah. for the temperature. That's good. Yeah, I know. I was like, man, can I join your family? Because you guys go everywhere, and I just we love. A lot. I love looking at your guys' posts and everything. It's just, and I know so many other people out there do. I mean, I feel like when I started, you know, following all kinds of different people in this community, and I I started following Troy, and I know. It's weird because I joined um, a Down Syndrome Association and I added some people on Instagram and social media from them. And then I started noticing that they also follow Troy. So you have, you have a, a little celebrity. You're like, a, like seriously the face of a successful person. And I think there's a lot of people that you don't know that follow you, that look up to you. And it's, it's, really, it's really cool. It really is cool. So I think you really definitely got a fan base here. And, and everybody's watching you. I mean, everybody is. You probably don't know it, but everybody does. So I'm very excited to, to talk to you guys today. So um, He's got a big smile on his face right now. It's true. I'm telling you, I feel like I'm talking to a celebrity. <laughs> I mean, I know like, you can't see me because we're doing an audio, but I'm like all nervous. <laughs> <laughs> he works really, really hard. He has I got noticed. a great work ethic. Yeah. I definitely noticed that. And a lot yeah. of people don't. So you are super lucky and it's fascinating. So yeah. let's talk about your business. Um, you guys, he does pottery. And right. how, what, what made him get drawn into doing pottery? It was actually accidental. My husband and I owned a company uh-huh. um, that we started actually when we were 18 years old and we sold it about three years ago. And so we're basically retired now, and I'd always wanted to do ceramics. And so we live in a small town. Yeah. And about a half an hour from here is Carson City. Mm-hmm. And so a pottery studio opened up there, and we called, and they had classes. And then we asked if we could bring Troy along, and I was thinking he would just watch. Yeah. And the people that own it said, well, why doesn't he do pottery along with you guys? And so we were like, okay. And mm-hmm. so my husband and I were doing wheel throwing and he was doing hand building. Okay. Because yeah. he, he doesn't like the wheel yeah. quite yet. Just bought a new um, thing for the wheel that hopefully will help him out. Mm-hmm. Um, centering the clay. He has some issues with centering the clay. So anyways, he started taking lessons um, once a week at the pottery studio and really liked it and he was really good at it but he's always been really artistic with Mm -hmm. drawing and things like that Uh um and so we decided to make some christmas ornaments a couple years ago and actually it was last christmas we made them wasn't that long ago so we made them just for families and friends and we had some left over so i thought i'll just put these on facebook and see if any of 
the people on my Facebook page want to buy them and will donate the money. Nice. And sold out in like 20 minutes. Wow. And we had a bunch of orders. We couldn't even finish the orders, but we ended up raising $1,500. Oh, wow. And um, we donated it to Ruby's Rainbow. Oh, I've definitely heard of Ruby's Rainbow. We love Ruby's Rainbow. Yeah. Yeah. So then my daughter's friend was here for Christmas, and then she wanted to start an Instagram page for him with his pottery, the stuff that he was making. Yeah. And I was kind of like, no, I really don't want him out there. I don't want people... I, I have a very thin skin. Yeah. So I, I didn't want anyone ever making fun of him or anything. Mm-hmm. Um, and she was like, no, no, you can show other families the capabilities exactly. of people with Down syndrome. Yes. That exactly. they can do. And so I was like, okay, we'll do it. Well, then she put it on and then people just wanted to buy his stuff. Mm-hmm. So we didn't really expect to to do what we're doing in all honesty. You know, I think that is one of the most important things. Like, you know, I, I come from the same mind spec as a parent with a child with Down syndrome. You want, you want them to be loved. You don't want any negativity. You don't want any bad comments or any of that aura around your child. And it is so brave of you to do that. And I, I think it was, you know, I understand what you're saying, but from, you know, you, you started something great. I mean, like I said, there's a lot of people that follow him. He has a lot of Instagram followers and they're not even getting a good, they're getting a good quality product, but yet they're also opening up their mind. I mean, it's, I mean, I've looked at so many um, statistics and I've looked at research from other countries and, you know, you've set the tone of this is my child he can be successful, he has an ability, and everybody that is watching him that are in my shoes with just a, you know, my baby's only one, we all, it's like, we look up to that because we're like, yeah, because anybody can be whoever they want as long as you raise them right and you teach them good things and you support them and you let them go out in the world and be themselves. And that is just, I think that's what, whenever I looked, when I found you guys and I started following your guys' pages, I'm like, wow, he's freaking, he's rocking it. Troy, you are rocking it. <laughs> and I, and it makes me feel so happy because it's like, you know, it's like, it, it shuts down all the, that bias and it, and it makes all that negative stuff go out the window and it just, it makes you happy and it makes me happy as a parent too. So that's, that's awesome. So, um. Yeah, I love your stuff. I follow your stuff. I watch all even on Etsy. So, um But he sells out. It's crazy. He sells out right away. Yeah. Um, yeah. But um, you know, the reason I started posting the videos is because, you know, even friends of ours were kinda like, Yeah, yeah, Troy's not really doing it. You're doing it and mm-hmm. and then when they actually see him doing it, um, He's good at it. Yeah. It's just, you know, everybody you has a gift. You just have to find that gift. Mm-hmm. No, he really is good. I just saw your guys' post about this, those square plates. I think they're, I, those are cute. And um, those are going to be fun. Yeah. I can tell you actually what is going to happen with those plates. Yeah. What do you guys plan to so, do? Hopefully they'll, they'll make it through all the firings because they still have one more firing after they're being fired 
prepared right now with glaze, but then we want to put a little saying on it mm -hmm. that's going to say kindness, pass it on. Yeah. And so those plates are going to be like the giving plate. I don't know if you've heard of those where um, you give someone a plate filled with treats or cookies mm -hmm. or brownies or something, mm -hmm. and then they eat them and then they pass it on to someone else. They mm -hmm. fill it back up again, and then they pass it on, and then it keeps being passed on. Oh, wow. So, yeah, you guys should do that. So I think that's, and then it just says kindness, pass it on. Yeah. You have a thing on the back. And then uh, my daughter set up a whole website for it so that we can track each plate. Because each now elephant they're going to name, mm -hmm. Troy and his sister will name the elephants. So then you can track each elephant to see where the plate travels nice. in the world. So, so it'll be fun because Troy likes maps too. So it'll be good for him to see on the map. Yeah, to see where, where his plate's going. So. Yeah. Oh, um, I know. I know he loves making all these ceramics and stuff. So what is um, besides you know making it and then you know selling them and doing a business? What else brings him joy from this business? Um, I mean, I like you just mentioned. He likes to see it go around the world. Um, what are your hopes for this for your guys's you know business that you guys have going on? I don't know if it could be much bigger than it is yeah. because like you saw we travel a lot mm -hmm. so we're just not home um to do the, the business and it doesn't really we don't even really consider it a business because we donate 100 percent of the money we mm -hmm. don't keep any of it yeah um and then my husband and i we buy all the clay and everything else so literally 100 percent of what you purchase gets donated oh wow so I think we'll just keep doing that, and I mm -hmm. think as he gets better and better at it, he'll get faster and faster because the videos, you know, are sped up. It takes mm -hmm. a lot longer to make each thing than you see on the videos. Yeah. Wow. Well, on Instagram, and as long as he likes to do it, because I'm not going to have him do something that he hates. Yeah. As long as he's still having joy making the pottery, which he is, mm -hmm. um, then we'll continue to do it because I like being out there with them. We have a good old time. We play Beach Boy music and um, really? <laughs> just make a day of it, huh? <laughs> that's good. What else besides? Um, well, you know what, you guys, there, I, there's, you guys have such a good fan base and a good following base. Is I can see it going so much bigger. But I know it takes time to make make each piece. Right. Um, but the other yeah. thing that I kind of like about it is. The pottery community has really helped him out because mm -hmm. we're both new to pottery. Yeah. I'm learning it as he's learning it. So it's then, you know, I'll just ask them questions. So a lot of them follow Troy who don't even maybe have never even met someone with Down syndrome. Mm -hmm. And now they're able to see that our life, we're just a normal family. Because I was on another podcast and he asked me something about Down syndrome and I said, you know, we don't really talk about it much in our house in all honesty. Yeah. Uh, you know, when he was one, yeah, it was a big deal because mm -hmm. it was still fresh and new and everything else. But now he just, he's just Troy. Down syndrome really doesn't have mm -hmm. a whole lot to do with it anymore. It's not a big deal because he does everything that we do if we kayak. He kayaks. Yeah. If he paddleboard, he paddleboard. You know, he does everything that we do. Mm -hmm. The I, only thing he doesn't do anymore is snow ski because he hates it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's too cold. <laughs> and I think that, you know, when, Troy, when was he born? What year? Um, 
1990. 1990. He's almost 30. You're almost 30? You look like you're 16. (laughs) Yeah. I am am 33, so you are just a little bit younger than me. And you're doing way better in life because I I don't have a (laughs) high five to you. That's really awesome. Um, Yeah, because, you know, my daughter, she was just born in 2018. I feel like back in like 1980s, 1990s, it was so different to have a child um, with any ability. Then now it's more accepting, you know, and we have podcasts about it. We're on a podcast about it, you know, and we're celebrating it. And right. and I think that, that there's a complete difference. And that's that's what I kind of wanted to ask you, you know. Um, you know, like you said, it was probably a lot different when he was born. Different than, you know, my experience with my daughter. And I, right. I, I am so glad to see that things have taken a change for the better. And, oh, quite a bit. Yeah. Okay. Although, I got to say, in all honesty, I can count on one hand, anyone that has ever been unkind to him. I think the biggest shock to me was the kindness just of strangers that I never imagined to the point where my daughter kind of got left out because... All um, the attention was going to Troy. (laughs) That's 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 something that never crossed my mind because when he was born, you know, you think of the kids being putting trash cans in high yeah. school and yeah. all that kind of stuff. And, you know, we had one incident in middle school. But other than that, um, people are really nice to him. But he is a very nice young man as well. So, Yeah, that's one thing. We have a four-year-old. And, I mean, I love her to death. But she had four years of being the center of attention. <laughs> and, <laughs> and now we have our little baby and it's like everybody just gravitates to both of them. But they, they I mean, I'm just so happy that, you know, kindness and acceptance is, is big right now and diversity. Right. So um, besides making pottery, what else, um, or in ceramics, what else is Troy into? What does he enjoy doing? Um, he doesn't go to school anymore, right? Cause he's no, already, yeah. no. And post-secondary school was not that great, so we pulled him out when he was 20. He didn't go until he was 22. Okay. Um, and then we were moving anyway, so, hmm. um, yeah, that didn't quite work out. So. <laughs> well, how did? what else does he like to do on his spare time? I mean, if you guys have any spare time from being so busy. Do you want to tell her what you do during the week with Lexi? Um... Or would you rather me tell her? Oh, yeah, I need you real. Have me tell her? Mm-hmm. Okay. Troy doesn't really like to talk a lot. It's okay. <laughs> um, so we actually ended up hiring this very nice girl, well, young lady who's mm-hmm. in her 20s, who hangs out with Troy, and she drives him. He takes horseback riding lessons twice a week. Oh, no. And then they work out at the gym three times a week, and then he swims. You swim three times a week, or two times a week? Um, that was um two weeks on Monday and Wednesday. Monday and Wednesdays, yeah. Mm-hmm. So Monday and Wednesdays he swims, and then Tuesdays he's got his pottery class. You're a busy um, guy. His free time, well, yeah, and then in his free time, you know, he does pottery but Mm -hmm. we're super concerned always about his health Mm -hmm. and his weight 
Mm-hmm. So him working out and eating healthy is a big deal in mm-hmm. our family. Because well, as you can see, a lot of adults with Down syndrome yeah. have weight issues. Yeah. Um, so it's a tough battle. That's, it should always be a main priority to be healthy. But I mean, I can admit my family has gone through drive-through for dinner a couple times a week. Oh, we still do. <laughs> yeah. I mean, uh, it's so hard. It's the battle. <laughs> but, um, it is. And I just think their metabolism is slower. I really yeah. do. Yeah, that's one thing they told me about our daughter, too, is, you know, you're going to have to watch her weight. And luckily, we've been pretty good about being healthy as far as, like, you know, her lungs, her cardio health, um, neuro, you know, how how is Troy with his um his health? How's he, has he had any health battles throughout his life? Well, when he was born, he was born actually in Grants Pass, Oregon, uh-huh. which is another small little town. Mm-hmm. And they said he was healthy. Mm-hmm. And then we moved when he was six weeks old because their early intervention program in Grants Pass was literally in an office of a church and they'd have a physical therapist come in and work with each baby for maybe 15 minutes and then give you things to do at home. Uh-huh. And I just wanted to be, all my family was in Southern California. Yeah. Um, so when he was six weeks old, we moved to Thousand Oaks which is in Ventura County. Yeah, I know where that's at, over in Southern California. Yeah, so we lived there actually for 20 years because all my husband and I were raised in the San Fernando Valley. Okay. So all of our childhood friends were there, all of our families were there, mm-hmm. so we moved back um, to be closer to family. And in Simi Valley, they had a really nice early intervention program, which I don't think you guys do that anymore. I think they come to your house now, right? Yeah, um, they, we do have regional centers and they'll send somebody out to come work for about an hour a week. Some parents that I've met go and find other out, outsources and do an additional hour of like um, meeting with other therapists. And um, so, yeah, I mean, I don't, I've never taken my daughter places. They've always come to us. Yeah, Troy's day, they didn't do that. So we would go to the early intervention center, which I kind of liked because you got to meet other parents. Yeah. And I met one of my very best friends there, which I think my biggest advice to new parents is find a mom that has a child a little bit older than yours, Mm -hmm. that you're on the same page on how to raise them, how to discipline them, what you expect out of them. Because there's days when he was in school just doing spelling words, and I would just lose it Mm -hmm. and meet him. (laughs) And then, of course, feel completely guilty that I lost it because he's just trying so hard. And I'm just getting frustrated. And then I would call her and just cry and tell her I'm the worst mother in the world. And she would tell me I wasn't. Mm -hmm. And you can't have those types of conversations. With parents that, that don't know what you're don't know yeah. because you know I have one really good friend and they're trying to be really nice and they are really nice but when he was in therapy in early intervention I think he was probably two and he'd go a couple of times a week and then I'd have to do therapy every day at home with him and I was just not in the mood I was just in a bad sad mood for some reason mm-hmm. and I was talking to her and I said geez I'm just so sick of doing this And she goes, well, it's really no different from me going to mommy and me. Mm -hmm. And I just wasn't in the mood to hear that. And I know she was just trying to be kind. Yeah. 
But I said to her, which I totally regret, I said to her, how many funerals have you been to? I've been to three because three of the babies, because they're medically fragile, some yeah. of these kids that are in these early intervention programs. Mm-hmm. And so we had been, by the time it was two, we had already been to three funerals of babies that mm-hmm. had passed away. And, and so, that, yeah, whole bad imprint on her mind. I felt horrible that I said that, but mm-hmm. I just kind of wanted her to say, yeah, you know what, sometimes it just sucks. Yeah. You're right. Let's have a glass of wine. Yeah. No. <laughs> have a glass of wine, and you know what, tomorrow you're going to come at this at a new perspective and awake. You know, I think it's hard. It is hard being a mom with a child that has an ability, but at the same time, when I look back, even just with me, I don't think I would change one minute or one thing about my daughter. And I know that you feel that way too, because every single mother that I've talked to that has a child with Down syndrome, they feel the exact same way, or fathers. And it's just- it's Well, like- I think it changes us for the better, because mm-hmm. I am a completely different person, not mm-hmm. completely, but um, I'm a better person now than I think I would have been if I didn't have Troy, because my husband and I were both very driven, mm-hmm. very goal-oriented. So we got married, or we got, we met at 18, we got married at 22, and we had all of these goals set that we wouldn't get married until we had $10,000 in the bank. Yeah. And we wouldn't have kids until I could be a stay-at-home mom, because I wanted to be a stay-at-home mom. And so we started a company when we were 18. We manufactured obsolete parts for the Ford Mustang. Okay. And so we in back then it was mail order. You didn't even have Xerox machines back then. Forget mm-hmm. computers. You didn't even have a Xerox machine. Yeah. So we had no business knowledge. We made a trunk seal, cut off samples, opened up Mustang Monthly, which was the magazine for people that made Mustang parts, got addresses, wrote a little letter, please buy this, mailed it out, got a couple orders. And then we kept doing that until we were 26. We worked full time at other jobs and then did this on the side. So we were working all the time, every weekend to get it going. And so um, when we decided to have a baby, uh, being naive, I was like, okay, I want to have a boy first, and then I'm going to have a girl, mm-hmm. and I want the boy born in January, because mm-hmm. I was born in November, and I was always the youngest in school, uh-huh. him to be the oldest in school, so I had like this plan of how our life was going to be. And we all, and don't we all? <laughs> yeah, yeah, everything we've done so far uh-huh. that we've worked for, we've achieved. Yeah. So I got pregnant right away, and before I got pregnant, I went to the doctor to make sure I was healthy. I started taking, I think, is it folic acid or mm-hmm. spina bifida or something yeah. that helps in case, yeah. So I was doing everything I could possibly do. He told me I could gain 25 pounds. I gained 24 pounds. I didn't eat any sugar. I drank pretty much water and milk. By the I mean, books. I did every single thing. Yeah. And then I didn't have drugs during delivery. I had a natural delivery, which... I wouldn't do again. Well, actually, I did it twice, but oh, well, wouldn't so you, recommend you have, that one. So Troy, Troy has a older, younger, um, younger, younger sister or brother. Sister, she's two years younger. Oh, okay. Shelby, okay. yeah, and they're very, very close. Okay. Yeah, they have a really good relationship. So Troy uh, is your first. He was my first, and I was thirty when he was born. Okay. Yeah. 
Yeah, and so. Um, did you get a prenatal diagnosis, or was it was it just? No, they did an ult- No, they did an ultrasound, and everything was fine on the ultrasound. We had no clue, and so he was born at six in the morning. We called everybody, and of course, he was a boy because that's what I planned. Yeah. And of course, I was pregnant the first time we tried because uh-huh. I wanted a January baby. So of course, he was born in January because that's yes. what I planned. <laughs> so. Um, about an hour later, mm-hmm. um, the pediatrician came in, and it was so. When they in in Grant's pass, you give birth, and then they wheel you with the baby to this other room where they start to weigh him and everything. Yeah. And so my husband's videotaping the whole thing, and then she measures his head, and she said something about his head being small, and then I said some smart aleck comment about mm-hmm. well he did that to be kind to me or something because yeah. I have natural childbirth yeah so it took me probably six years to actually watch that video and when I watched it then after she measured his head she looked at the palm of his hands mm-hmm. and that's when I think she knew yeah. he had down syndrome yeah. because of the semi increase yeah and so then they wheeled me into a private room which our insurance didn't pay for a private room but I thought that, you know, I you're getting just, an upgrade. Like a hotel. Yeah, it's just so wonderful yeah. that they're going to private. You're <laughs> getting upgraded. Yeah, <laughs> Down syndrome. So mm-hmm. an hour, and we had already called everyone. We had a boy, blah 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 blah, mm-hmm. on the highest high. Yeah. And then they came in, and the doctor, the first thing he said was, "Does he look like anyone in your family?" And Scott's like, "He well, looks all, like a worm." Like all, all babies. babies looked like, yeah. <laughs> And then he said, well, we think there might be a problem. And a I'm problem. thinking it had a crooked toe or something. Uh, and then he said, we think that he has trisomy 21. And I had no clue what that was because mm-hmm. I'd never even met anybody with Down syndrome before. Mm-hmm. And then he said Down syndrome and you know what happens then, which I won't get into it because Troy's sitting here. Yeah. But um, all those emotions, mm-hmm. to, I mean, to the point he talked about adoption, that, mm-hmm. that there's a waiting list. That's how bad it was. Yeah. I, I had a similar emotion. Yeah. that, oh, God, I wish I could go back in time because, man, I knew nothing back then. And a um, lot of it is the scare of the own unknown. We don't that's know. That's exactly what it is. Mm-hmm. You don't know what you don't know. And mm-hmm. that's why I'm kind of hoping through his Instagram that they'll see that you have a normal life because I thought we would never have a normal life mm-hmm. again. I didn't think we'd be able to leave him home alone. Mm-hmm. I mean, he technically could live on his own, but um, he likes living here with mm-hmm. us and we like him living here. Mm-hmm. And in all honesty, our, our house burnt down in 2014. Oh, wow. Uh, and so I just worry if he was by himself and something mm-hmm. happened. We just like him being here. So yeah. for now, it works for our family. It's not for everybody, but for our family, um, we love him living with us. He's a huge help. And I, I, I feel like um, I had, you know, similar experience as far as just, I think you just, you know, it's, it just comes with any mom. When you're a mom or you're a parent, you think, you know, you're going to have this baby and you, you start planning their life for them and you start planning their wardrobe and their you know everything. You plan their name, and you just—it's—and when it takes a different turn of the unexpected, 
it's like it kind of puts you at a halt especially you know I didn't know anything either and I think that you are doing exactly that through his Instagram um, and his social media it's like I said you know when we first started doing this um, it gives all of everybody just a new glimpse of a new what do I mean like a new definition of Down syndrome you know right. when I first had my daughter and I know that it's the same type of mentality as you even though he was born in the 90s and my daughter's just born a year ago the same feelings oh my gosh I don't think I don't know if my child will you already start putting these boundaries I don't know right. if she can do this I don't know if she's gonna do this I don't know like no 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 instead of I can make this person do this we can work on doing this and it's just that scare of the unknown and I think that you know I was really excited to talk to you guys today because like I said you guys are he's shifting the whole mold of what Down syndrome is you're doing the the opposite you're making all the people who say that you can't do anything even your parents you're making us you know everybody out here just like wow look what Troy's doing this is awesome I want to do something like that or maybe I can do this or maybe I can teach my child this and, and you know it's it's really exciting what you're what you guys are up to because all of us new parents you know the first thing I did was go on social media and start looking for other moms and other people with Down syndrome and all of you guys are just kicking butt and yeah it's it's exciting and I'm so glad that you know you are excelling Troy and you're doing so good you got a whole team of people out here rooting for you and um, what, what Down syndrome awareness month what are you guys doing this month to celebrate we're working. <laughs> Troy's been in the studio a lot trying to finish up all of his Christmas ornaments. Oh, yeah, Christmas. Yeah. Do you like Christmas, Troy, or do you like Halloween better? Oh, uh, like um, Christmas. Christmas? Oh, my husband loves Christmas, and I love Halloween. <laughs> we just decorated a little bit for Halloween. Yeah. Do you guys get a lot of neighborhood kids coming around? We get not. Mm. Yeah, we live on 18 acres. Oh, so, wow, uh, that's nice. That's yeah, so, so we don't get any trick-or-treaters here. Do you guys dress up and go out? He has a party to go to, so yeah. You go to a party? What are you, you going to dress up, Troy? Mine could seem to be um, soldier. A it's going to be a soldier. Cool. How exciting. Yeah. I love him. He's World War II for some reason. We can't figure out why. He wants World War II? But he's really interested in, in war and World War II. Yeah. Oh, oh wow. Has he, does he, has he read books or movies? Or you... uh, I think it's maybe movies that you've seen with Dad. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah, it really interests him. So. That's really cool. So um, do you guys have are you guys involved in any um associations over there you're in nevada right we're in nevada yeah. um no we're well northern nevada has something in reno that's pretty good but it's about an hour from our house oh, okay and so troy is typically so busy with typical stuff mm -hmm. with our family and friends and um and because we do travel a lot we really don't belong to a lot of things. <laughs> so you guys are just always um, you know, busy. Scott is his group of friends and stuff, and I think his because his favorite thing to do, I think, is he's got two buddies that he goes vacationing with all the time. Mm -hmm. 
and they all love to go on cruises, the three of them. Oh, nice. So they've been on, how many of you guys been on now? Like probably eight, something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I go, I bring a girlfriend with me because my husband does not like cruises. And then Troy and his two buddies share a room. Mm-hmm. So they have a room. My friend and I have a room. And um, they have a lot of freedom. And I don't have to worry about who eats what or whatever. But yeah. talking about the change in in just how people react to people with Down syndrome now, originally when they did their cruises, um, we went on Princess mm-hmm. Cruise Line, which is an older demographic of people that go on that cruise line. Mm-hmm. And I'd have the three boys. One has Down syndrome, and he's a pretty cool kid as well. He drives and everything mm-hmm. else. He's a neat kid. Hey, if he's uh, interested in doing a podcast, <laughs> tell him to contact I'll, me. I'll, tell, I'll talk to his mom. And yeah. the mom, that's the mom I was talking about. Okay. Um, because when I met Casey, Casey was three, and he was at the Early Intervention Center, and he was sitting on this um, chair that was a balance chair, mm-hmm. and they were putting bubbles, so he had to balance and pop the bubbles at the same time, and he was just the cutest kid. Aww. And I thought to myself, I want Troy to be like that kid. Yeah. So I went and I introduced myself to his mom, and we just hit it off, and we've been really good friends ever since then. So Casey comes with us because they've been friends forever. And then his friend Kevin, which I don't know what his diagnosis is. I think he's got cerebral palsy and something else. I don't know. Yeah. But anyway, so they would go on the princess cruises and walking through the halls and things. The older people would turn and, you know, look at them and not being rude, Mm -hmm. but there's three of them walking together. Mm -hmm. Then they, I took them, they all wanted to try the Disney cruise line. Uh Uh-huh. So we went on Disney, which is young families. They don't give them the time of day. Nobody turns their head. It's amazing the difference in the younger generation versus the older generation. And it's not that anyone was unkind. They weren't. Mm -hmm. It's just curiosity, I guess. I don't know. You know, uh, there are more children born with Down syndrome. And at least, actually, let me take that back. There are, there are probably the same amount of children born with Down syndrome in the past and now, but it's more celebrated, recognized, you know. Now every, you see it all over, everywhere, that before parents and families used to hide their kids, and now instead you're ex- displaying your kids and all their abilities, what they come with, which is a bunch of greatness. So, And I think, too, and I know that this is probably not the correct thing to say, but it does matter is I think too um, parents are just dressing their kids so darn cute yeah. and I know that that shouldn't matter but it does yeah, yeah right olden days where they just didn't mm-hmm. and um, I'm pretty conscious when Troy's out in public of how he's dressed mm-hmm. I just am Troy does your mom pick your clothes or do you pick your clothes um we do it together when we go shopping. Yeah. He'll tell me what he likes and what he doesn't like. Yeah. Um, I I guess, well, um, I think that there has been, I, I just love the fact that our whole generation is shifting between more, becoming more accepted. And I think you're, you know, you do see that when you're out, when you're on those two different cruises, just the, the difference, but I, I mean, I think it's wonderful what you guys are doing. Um, if you guys, if you had any advice 
to tell others out there that are soon to have a child with Down syndrome, or maybe they just had a child with Down syndrome, what word of advice would you tell them as a, you know, as a parent? I think one of my biggest words of advice would be, would be to do what's best for your family because there's a lot of pressure um, for adults with Down syndrome to live independently, which is fine. I totally agree with that. If that's what they want to do, go for it. Mm -hmm. But with our family, it just wasn't the right fit. We just like him being home. He likes being home. Mm -hmm. And I struggled with that a lot, thinking, well, maybe we could buy a house. Because you just hear horror stories mm -hmm. about if they're in a group home and them being mistreated. Well, even at school. I mean, I was on Facebook and I saw a story with this child being abused in school and he had special needs. It's, it's right. scary. And so I was completely stressing out about it, trying to figure out what to do. And then do we hire someone? And then that's so expensive. And even then, do you put cameras there? You know, it just, it was just driving me absolutely crazy. And then I just sat down with my husband and I thought, why are we doing this? He's happy being at home. We're happy having him here. Mm -hmm. For now, it works for our family. Do that. And the same thing with full inclusion. If you have a child that can't handle being in a classroom with 30 other kids, mm -hmm. there's nothing wrong with putting them in a special day class if that's what is best for your child. Yeah. And I just think sometimes there's a lot of pressure to do what everybody else is doing, but if that's not the right fit for your child, you have to do what's the right fit for your child, yeah. not what everybody else is doing. And you gotta have another mom that you can talk to honestly about what's going on in your head. That's one big <laughs> thing too, is find the support. It's true. I mean, how is your um your daughter take on it? I know she's only a few years younger. Um, what what was that conversation when you had to tell your children, um, Troy, or you know, to your daughter, there is Down syndrome in our family, and this is how we're going to look at it. It's funny because we had never not said that he had Down syndrome. It obviously came up, and we did some of the buddy walks and things, but we kind of had. And we belong to a couple organizations, but then we found a group within that organization that we all got along really well, and there were probably five parents with their kids. So it, it kind of ended up when he was younger that the five families would do a lot of things together um, privately, not in the whole Down syndrome um, organization, per mm -hmm. se. Mm -hmm. um, and so... What was your question again? <laughs> oh, <laughs> like what was your conversation? Oh, um, <laughs> right. So, so anyways, like with Shelby, I remember she went to a little Catholic school. Did you name school. your daughter Shelby? Yes. Oh, after, after the, the Mustang? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> we, were just, we were just at the movies and they're coming out with a new movie called, um, I think, Ford versus Ferrari. And my husband yes. gave me the whole talk on the whole Shelby yep. scenario. <laughs> 
So she was named after a car. That's good. Which she went to Catholic school, and in, kin- in second grade, they make their first communion. Yeah. And the teacher asked each kid what saint they were named after, and a our saint. sweet dog said, I'm named after a car. <laughs> That's saint? how holy our family is. But really anyway, funny. so she went to a little Catholic school, and he was in public school, and so I was driving her to school, and she was in kindergarten, and I said, why do you think your brother goes to one school and you go to a different school? And she said, well, because I'm a girl and he's a boy. Mm. And so I was like, well, that's not exactly true. <laughs> yeah. You're a girl and he's a boy, but that's not why you go to different schools. Mm-hmm. So it just ended up being little conversations like that. It wasn't really like we sat her down. Mm-hmm. Um, and then she would just ask questions sometimes, and then I would just honestly answer them. But she grew up around his friends. Mm-hmm. I mean, from the get-go, she... We just always had people in our house that had disabilities. So mm-hmm. to her, it's never been different, you know, a big norm. thing at all. Yeah, I and mean, she's probably harder on him than we are. And if we're too easy on him, she lets us know. <laughs> uh, she, she watches out for her older brother, even though she's younger. Right, but he'll tell. He knows he's he's older. Yeah. Um, and like if we travel and he's not coming with us, she'll come out because she lives in Denver. Mm-hmm. She'll fly out and she'll hang out I keep, with him. I keep forgetting he's in his 30s. And I'm like, in my mind, I, I follow him. You look so young and that's so good. You got this youth, this youth. Does, <laughs> you know, or it's a nonstop flight from here, from Reno to Denver. So yeah. we'll just put him on a plane and he'll fly to Denver and he'll hang out with her. Oh, nice. Um, he's very independent. I mean, yeah. he's home by himself all the time. It's not like he has to stay with us. That's good. He could live independently if he ever wanted to, but he just... Um, A lot of people don't think that these these children and these kids and these people can, can be independent. And I mean, least not, fully independent. Yeah, I mean, even me, I'm like, you know, I have hopes for my daughter, but I'm like... Yeah, I might have to be here all or what ha- you know as a parent you're like what happens if I pass away are they going to be okay you know and that's just with any child but well that is our biggest fear and we you know we've got a special needs trust for him and um and Shelby has always said that he would come and stay with her yeah that's good so that's really yeah good. and we have backups after that as well because like- I don't want like sometimes the Shelby, Scott, and I will travel somewhere to go diving, and Troy doesn't want to go mm-hmm. because we're on a dive boat in the middle of nowhere, you know, mm-hmm. for a week, and that's kind of boring sometimes for him. Yeah. So we'll have him stay at the house, and we have a woman that comes and hangs out with him here, um, and that makes me nervous because I don't like the three of us together without him. Yeah. So never ever goes away. Yeah. yeah, I don't. Yeah. <laughs> it just doesn't. It's just part of it. And you just put everything in place that you can. And, you know, we've got a letter of intent written that's with our will, mm-hmm. um, which was, I saw through the whole entire thing. Yeah. But it's just, you have you to have, do it. You have to protect yourself and your yeah. family. So, Troy, you, um, how are you with your younger sister? Uh, do you like spending time with her and traveling out to see her? Uh, yeah. Does airplanes scare you? Because my husband's scared of getting on an airplane. <laughs> and I'm not. So I'm like, sometimes some people are scared, sometimes people aren't. 
Do you like going on them? Um, because I'm not like on airplane. I'm not get that airplane sick. Oh, you don't? Good. That's well. You guys go on boats, and sometimes people get sick on the ocean. That's right. Yeah, I've been seasick a couple times. Yeah. But you like to fly. You just don't like TSA. You don't like going through security. Oh. No, I hate security because I am upset security that set my um pack in my duties. <laughs> his DVDs never make it through security. They always pull his backpack and pull out his DVDs. I don't know what's with that. They're, they got so strict. So, I mean, we just flew over. Me and my husband just got back from Washington, and they we had to do it by the ounce, our shampoos and our conditioners and body washes, and they're just so strict. Just can't take any more DVDs with you. No, my husband used to have an airplane and because he would fly from Nevada. Our business used to be in Las Vegas. Well, it still is. We've sold it, but it's in Las Vegas. So yeah. he would fly. He had a little Cessna. And a lot of times Troy would go with him. Mm -hmm. And um, that Troy liked because you don't have to go through security. Uh, you can bring whatever you want on the airplane. Yeah. It's more <laughs> so he free. did get a little tiny bit spoiled. Nice. Um, by doing that his whole life. Yeah. <laughs> well, I have so much hopes and I'm so excited to see what you guys coming guys have coming out for your ornaments for Christmas and just seeing you expand and keep growing online. And um last. It's I, very fun. And I, people have been so supportive of him. It's yeah. amazing. Yeah, everybody is rooting for you. And if you guys, you know, if anybody wants to check out their Etsy shop, their Etsy shop, you just type in Troy Made It. Also, find them on Instagram at Troy Made It. And I think that's the only website so far you guys have. Um, but we'll have one. We'll have one in November, but it's not fully. It's not ready yet. Okay. Well, I can't so, wait to see that. It'll be announced as, on his Instagram page. Yeah, keep looking up on his Instagram page for any updates. And um, I gotta say, because our feed, we follow a ton of families that have children with Down syndrome. Mm -hmm. Troy's page does. Yeah. These babies and oh my gosh, they are just so darn cute. I know. I, I was. I have a friend who has a son that has Down syndrome, and I was just telling her, I when I look at like regular baby pictures, I just don't think they're as cute. I mean, they're cute. But I just think babies with Down syndrome are so freaking adorable. That's probably me being biased, but it's true. They're cute. I, <laughs> I yeah. just love and them. And I just yeah. think all of you new moms, yeah. I am just in awe of you guys because I was not in your place at that time. I think I had a much tougher time. Yeah. And I don't know if because you've got the support of social media behind you where I didn't have that when he was born. Yeah. Um, but you guys are doing great. The stuff that you guys are, are doing, it's, it's amazing. I think it, it, it has a lot to do with yeah, social media as well. Because right from the get-go, when they told me that Cheyenne had Down syndrome, the first thing I did, of course, was Google it, which is horrible. I hate the description on Google of what... It's, we have Google. I, do you know what they did? 
Hmm. When they told us, they started sending in all of these families and things without our permission into our room. Really? And and just lactation specialists and all these people, and I was completely overwhelmed. Yeah. And I think I'm an emotional procrastinator because mm-hmm. I can keep it in until I can't. Mm-hmm. And so I finally said to everybody, because he was in the hospital for two days, um, and I finally said to everybody, just leave us alone for 10 days. He's healthy. Just let me treat him as a baby. Let yeah. me bring him home and just get to know him as a baby. So for him. 10 days, mm-hmm. I would not let anyone come to the house that was going to bring a child with Down syndrome. I just wasn't ready for it yeah. at that point. Mm-hmm. It took me a bit of time, but then once the 10 days were up, I was all in and did my research and did whatever I had to do. Um, that, to it out. I, I, you know, it hurts me so much when doctors automatically offer abortion or adoption. It's like, oh, I mean, I they didn't necessarily say that to me, but my OBGYN did before I had my daughter, and it's just I hear stories like that, and you know, I hopefully it'll dwindle down to in the near future of a doctor telling a parent, oh yeah, you, congratulations, you have a child with Down syndrome, you just won the lottery. <laughs> like, I would rather them say that, you know, but I, it, it just breaks my heart that you had to go through something like that. And it's a lot different now, so I'm just take that in, you know? Because <laughs> I love that hashtag, the lucky few. Yes. Um, because it doesn't happen much now, but when he was younger, you know, I'd be talking to someone, I'd be talking to my kids and I would say, yeah, my son has Down syndrome. And the first thing out of their mouth was, I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. And I would love for now for them to go, wow, you're one of the lucky few. Yeah. Instead of saying I'm you're sorry. sorry. The lucky few you has know, taken you know, you know, you just, I'm just hoping that people through Troy and his Instagram will just see that He's just a regular old man, old man, an old man. man. Hey, then that makes me an old woman. <laughs> you know, just living his best life ever. Mm-hmm. You know, he's doing, he's just doing whatever parent wants their child to do to find a purpose and to have a job that they love and to be kind. And mm-hmm. he's all of those. He's doing great. I mean, um, I had a nurse when my daughter is in NICU and he told me, when it, I will never forget this. Um, he's like, you know, me and my wife, we had our daughter. She's perfect. She's beautiful. Everything was just normal growing up. She was in cheerleading. And then when she got into college, it's like she just took a turn and started getting into drugs. And now she's out on the street addicted to heroin. And he's like, you know what? I, I would give anything to be in your shoes and have what you have. And I didn't yeah. know that at the time, but it was just like, um, it, it stopped me and it's like, wow, I really did receive something lucky. And every every one of these parents out there that have a special needs child has something, has gold, you know, and we may not realize it yet, but it's true. And you know, the thing too is Troy is easy. He was an easy kid to raise. He hardly ever cried. He's always been really well behaved um and i don't credit myself with that i think it's just his personality that he's just nice easygoing kid Mm -hmm. and i think if we didn't have to deal with 
the rest of the world's attitude, mm-hmm. <laughs> it wouldn't be a problem at all. Yeah. And but you're always worried about, you know, when I first let him go into the man's restroom by himself, I was like, oh, shoot, do I really let him do this? Because yeah. it's just in the back of your mind. Mm-hmm. You're always... Because, you know, he does struggle a lot with language. Mm-hmm. So if something happened, would he be able to articulate what happened? Yeah. So it's worrying about the rest of the world, not him. Yeah. <laughs> That's the problem. It's getting better, and I, I honestly see so much hope. And I love, I love that everybody... I mean, you are a celebrity, Troy. You are. I'm telling you, I've met people that I just randomly meet and then I follow them online and they are also following you and it, and it becomes a conversation. It really does. It's like, oh, you follow him? I follow him too. I love his stuff. And it starts to become a conversation. And you well, are- that's nice. It is, it's true. And um, well, you know, I thank you guys so much and I appreciate your time. And, you know, I really am just so glad that you guys took some time to talk to me and Oh, I just can't wait to air this, and I can't wait for everybody else to listen. Very nice. When will it air? Do you know? Oh, like in a couple days. Um, I'm gonna. Oh, okay. Yeah, and uh, you know, I'm gonna call you guys back. I'm gonna do a a video because I want to say hi face to face. But I'm gonna wrap oh. it up. We're gonna wrap okay. up the Save Down Syndrome podcast today. Thank you guys so much for listening to our episode. If you guys want to learn a little bit more about what Save Down Syndrome is, go to our website, savedownsyndrome.com. If you want to look at other podcasts, go to savedownsyndrome.com slash podcast. Find us on Instagram at savedownsyndrome. And thank you so much, Suzanne and Troy. Thank you so much for coming. And, you know, all right. Well, um, go ahead and say goodbye. And say goodbye to everybody out there. Say bye, Troy. Uh Bye. Bye. All right, guys. Well, thank you so much for listening today. And we hope that you come back and listen to our next interview. Please go to our Save Down Syndrome website and check it out. We got a donation option if you guys feel so inclined to donate. And please just read about all of our programs and what our vision and mission is. Thank you guys again. Until next time. Bye. Hey guys, it's Chantel here. I am actually looking for some people to interview. So if you have Down syndrome or you know somebody that has Down syndrome and would like to be featured on our podcast, please email me at chantelholm at savedownsyndrome.com. That is C-H-A-N-T-E-L-E dot H-O-L-M at savedownsyndrome.com. I want to change everybody's viewpoints on what Down syndrome is. Let's talk about your success, your triumphs, and celebrate you and who you are as an individual. Thank you so much. And until next time, thank you for listening to our podcast. Bye.